0: Hi everyone, and thank you so much for attending the hashtag behind the screen webinar today. My name is Alicia. I'm one of the writers of the 14-week program and also the host and founder of What Cause Inspires You podcast and a Humanity Rising ambassador. Humanity Rising is a student-led service movement to create a better world through service. Young people have the power to change the world, so we want to support them and empower them to do so. What we do is help students discover their passion and give them the platform to share what they're doing to inspire their peers. We have a signature program in bullying with our cause partner Stand for the Silent, an organization driven by Kirk Smalley to bring his transformative anti-bullying assemblies and student associations to schools across the country. Kirk lost his 11-year-old son to suicide from being bullied and he has shared his moving story with over 1.5 million students across the country. In honor of his son, Kirk has been spreading the message of love and anti-bullying through Stand for the Silent chapters at middle and high schools across the country. Using hashtag behind the screen, your participation in our program will bring safety against cyberbullying to your school to keep those around you safe. By attending, you will be gaining access to our agreement survey. After completion of the survey, we will be emailing all the respondents a PDF version of our 14-week program, but we are beyond excited to launch for the third month now. Before I get into the details of the program and what it entails, let me tell you the story behind its creation. After experiencing cyberbullying, I initiated the podcast with the goal of bringing awareness to the issue. I thought, what better way to educate my peers than to talk about a topic so close to home, than hearing it from a student like themselves. My episode on cyberbullying was a hit, and from there, I had youth from across the nation reach out to me to use What Cause Inspires You podcast series as a platform to gain traction for their own movements. Through What Cause Inspires You, we've already helped almost 40 students with being booked over um, until 2022, from around 12 United States, build awareness for their causes on a global scale, reaching students, parents, and experts alike on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Music. With the goal to unify our communities, the podcast series helps our audience members connect with our speakers on an empathic level to encourage them to be invested in the student organization's cause, all while educating on important and often underrepresented issues. And to further enhance their networks, We've also initiated Professional Perspectives, a sub-series that features interviews with CEOs and experts regarding their insight on social justice, social entrepreneurship, and how to accelerate change. These episodes allow students to connect with inspirational professionals, and in return, we've seen real change. Student organizations are partnering with CEOs and in presenting innovative solutions to long-standing problems. But while I interviewed experts and students alike, I noticed a common trend, which was these change makers have taken their personal hardships and turned them into a positive change for the communities. And Devon and I wanted to do the same. So the curriculum was made to allow students to bring anti-cyberbullying measures to their schools. Using our 14-week program, the student can start a Stand for the Silent chapter at their school or out of a school organization and inspire their communities to not only look out for the signs of cyberbullying, but prevent it from happening altogether. The PDF we will share with you details how to use the 14-week program with integrated activities for students and parents. It will guide you week by week on what to discuss with your chapter and even how to start a chapter within your school. But it is important that you all, the leaders of the chapters, know a little bit about the issue beforehand. As we go through the presentation today, you are going to be hearing cyberbullying stories from me and another Humanity Rising ambassador. And we encourage you to keep your eyes and ears and hearts open um, while you listen through our presentation but we'd also love to hear your feedback. So at any point in time, feel free to drop a question in the chat or in the Q&A box and Devin and I will stop periodically and answer them. All right, let's talk about some cyberbullying statistics now. One in three youth are affected by cyberbullying and more than 50% of those children never tell anybody. But in 2020, that percentage of those affected by cyberbullying increased to 73% due to a spike in social media, which only means that now more than ever is a time to put an end to this injustice. We want to educate students, teachers and parents about the signs of cyberbullying. We want to make this a community effort to rid this form of bullying everywhere. We want to drastically lessen the number of students who face mental health issues, suicidal thoughts, and self-deprecation due to cyberbullying. What is cyberbullying? It's the repeated instance of bullying via digital devices. It can be, be anywhere that people can participate, view, or share negative content. Cyberbullying is permanent, it's persistent, and it's hard to notice. From personal experience, when you receive those messages, you think, what if what this person is saying is true? Which is why you then don't want to tell anyone, because you don't want them reading the messages and actually thinking it's true as well. That's why victims need a support system that's non-judgmental, and that's all of you. As I mentioned before, one in three youth get cyberbullied. And like myself, 25 of the percent of people who get cyberbullied will have multiple instances of it. This can often lead to harmful side effects. 64 percent of victims don't feel safe at their school and it affects their ability to learn. Cyberbullying is actually the second leading cause of suicide with 26 percent of victims having thoughts of self-harm. 26 percent due to insecurities deleted their social media accounts, and 14% felt as if their relationship with their peers and parents were ruined. Personally, every time I get a notification, my heart stops a little, in fear that it's another bad message or account, and I hesitate to check. And sadly, that fear is something I'm gonna have to live with for a very long time. In the curriculum, I detail a call to action that helped me knowing the signs, knowing the resources I had for help, and most importantly, gaining the courage and strength to reach out to upstanders in our community, our parents, or even help hotlines to know that we are not alone in this. Young people do have the power to change. And like I mentioned before, here is Devon, a Humanity Rising ambassador who is doing just that. But before we get into Devon's story, I'd like to invite you all to type a question in the chat or let us know if you have any questions about maybe the statistics of cyberbullying or what what's in the curriculum for you guys to use.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Devin Moore. I'm a Humanity Rising Ambassador, co-creator of the hashtag behind the screen curriculum, and I'm the founder of hashtag race to speak up, which is an anti-bullying organization i started hashtag to speak up after i was racially cyberbullied in middle school three of my former middle school classmates photoshopped my face my african-american face onto horrible and racist images they put my face with a gun aimed toward my head they put my face going into the trash can and they put my face on top of a gorilla suit now Oh, and on top of that, they also sent me hateful images of a noose, a KKK member, and a meme saying Black people aren't functioning members of society. Now, I spoke up to my parents and we spoke up to the school, but the school school didn't do anything about it or they really didn't do anything about it. They just told me to go back to class, go back to class in such a horrible environment. And keep in mind, because of my bullying, I went through some, pretty horrible and traumatic effects I went through. I went through that anxiety, through that depression. There's times now where like Alicia said, I do personally also have times where I'm scared to even look at my phone when I get a notification. And so Alicia, why don't you also tell us about your bullying experiences? Because I know that you've definitely gone through a lot.
0: Yeah, for sure. So my story actually came in four main parts. First, for me, the cyberbullying took form in direct messages to me from a fake account that was created on Instagram. And then it happened again in 2019. And last February, multiple fake accounts actually popped up on my Instagram. And although I didn't get sent pictures, um, I got really rude hate messages. Um, And that's when I actually decided to reach for help after being so scared before that I was going to be judged for what happened. I talked to my mom and she said that she said something that helped me get through it all. She said, why are you letting the opinions of one person invalidate everything you know about yourself? And that was a big moment for me because I finally realized that I didn't need to let others affect me. But I had a similar experience to Devin when it, come, when it came to talking to schools about it. When I went to my school, they said that only the police could fix this issue, that if we wanted to take substantial action, we'd have to get the police involved. And that wasn't something that I thought I was ready to do at the moment. And so what this is all about is really creating a community where we can help each other. We can be that support system that I think Devin and I both needed. Devin, you're doing stuff for your community. Do you wanna share a little bit about that?
1: Yes. So. What I'm doing, dealing with me turning this negative into a positive is or turning these negative bullying situations into a positive, is through hashtag race to speak up, I'm educating and empowering and empowering the youth about the different types of bullying. My main focus it has definitely been cyberbullying. But through hashtag Race to Speak Up, I'm working to get an anti-bullying law passed, which will keep students in schools safe from bullying situations. Both public and private schools must report all bullying incidents to the school superintendents. And then the school superintendents must record and post public bullying records that parents can access online. Each website will have a box titled anti-bullying, and it will list the number of bullying incidents and how it was resolved. The student's personal age, uh, information won't be revealed. We also need mandatory anti-bullying classes implemented into schools. Teachers must first be educated through an anti-bullying workshop and then apply the lessons that they learned in the classroom. Students can role play and reenact bullying situations and learn how to resolve bullying. I've been meeting with legislators, senators, and assembly members to explain to them the importance of getting this bullying law passed. And the way that I'm also promoting this anti-bullying law is through my petition, which I'll link in the chat. If you go to www.change.org and type in hashtag race to speak up, let's get this bullying law passed and sign, you'll be supporting getting this bullying law passed. And another way that again, me and Alicia are taking action now by is by with hashtag behind the screen we want to help students we want to educate students on how to be upstanders how to fight against the different types of or how to fight against cyberbullying we're trying to educate we are educating through this curriculum
0: yeah hundred percent and you know that was just one way that we were able to convert a negative energy into a drive to not allow cyberbullying Affect more youth and actually hope to inspire others to stand up for the cause as well. So previously, I mentioned a call to action that I'd like to go over again. Once again, if you have any questions about anything we've discussed, feel free to type it in the chat in the q Devin a Devon and I are more than happy to answer questions regarding the curriculum, our personal experiences or, or the call to action. I'm just about to go. So. Here I've researched and detailed I, a step-by-step process I think will help our community combat cyberbullying as an issue. First is to know the signs. So if someone's acting different, sadder, anxious, struggling to complete tasks, not taking care of the, themselves, just being cognizant that these could be signs of potential cyberbullying, because you know cyberbullying is hard to notice, as we mentioned before, that can help us be aware as a community. But next, after you've detected the cyberbullying, you wanna know the resources so you can be that helping hand and you can share the resources with your community because you never know who's struggling through the issue. So resources such as the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline or your local counselor mental health helpline can be very useful for someone who's not quite willing to share with their peers their experience yet, but does need that help. And finally, If you are being bullied or if you're a friend or you've noticed someone being bullied, you need to gain the courage to speak up. And this is definitely the hardest part. It is not an easy topic to come across of. But call your parents, your teachers. If a crime has been committed, call 911 for sure. I was hesitant to get the police involved, but they know what they're doing when it comes to cyberbullying. And the only way that we are going to make this a community issue is if we get rid of that fear of reaching out for help. And if you are being bullied, a few tips. One, do not respond to the accounts or to who's bullying you. Screenshot the evidence. Then tell someone, report it when you're ready, and protect all of your passwords. And most importantly for everybody, do not be a bystander, be a friend. So you all already took the first step in helping alleviate this injustice of cyberbullying, which was just coming to the webinar. Now it's time to take the next step and sign up to receive the program PDF and start chapters in your school. So I'll be dropping the agreement policy as well as our contact information. If you sign that, then you will be given access to our 14 week curriculum so that you then can go and initiate chapters at your school. And at this time, Devin, if you have anything else to add, um, you can do so and then we'll open it up to some questions.
1: Why don't we go over more um, cyber bullying examples? If you could go back to the slides. Yeah. And like Alicia said, you need to speak up, speak up to a friend, speak up to someone you trust, a counselor, a principal, definitely a parent, um, someone that you trust so that you won't have to go through those bullying, exper- bullying experiences anymore. I can, we can again both tell you firsthand that bullying truly, it has an effect on you and it's long lasting. But let's go over these, um, a few examples. Nobody likes you. Imagine getting sent this. Nobody likes you. You're ugly. We don't want losers at the party. Um, you're such a loser. You're the ugliest person on the planet. Everyone hates you. Go kill yourself these words have meanings and they hurt. Nobody likes you. Go kill yourself. You're ugly. These words have true meanings and they hurt. Imagine getting sent that, or if you were sent that, remember how bad it felt. That's why you need to speak up or don't remember actually how it felt, but you need to speak up about it. You need to keep continuing to speak up. Or if someone else has gone through it, you need to up, stand up, be an upstander and help them so that they won't have to go through bullying anymore.
0: Exactly. Like we said, bullying is hard to notice. It's persistent and it's everywhere. And that's the problem because it's increased in, in 2020 to almost 73% of youth being cyber bullied. So it's an issue that we definitely need to combat right now. Um, if you have any questions about how to enact a chapter, we love to talk about that as well. Our curriculum details not only activities that you can do with your chapter, but also how to approach your administration about implementing something like this into your community. Devin has also linked his anti-bullying law petition, which is super important. And if you are looking for other ways to get involved, definitely join our podcasts with Kirk and Sam for the Silent. Fill out the agreement policy for our hashtag behind the screen chapter we just details. Attend a live What Cause Inspires You or stream professional perspectives. Go sign Devin's Race to Speak Up petition. And you can also volunteer if you go to humanityrising.org and check out our volunteer opportunities or on interview. And that Google Forms is actually linked in the chat. we would love to hear any and all questions that you have regarding this um, petition and and the chapter.
1: If we don't have any questions yet, Alicia, I wanna ask you something. Sure. So um, did you ever imagine or did you ever think that you'd be starting a whole anti-bullying curriculum or co-creating an anti-bullying curriculum?
0: No, honestly, when I was in the middle of getting cyberbullied, it happened for almost three, three and a half years straight. And for the first two years, I didn't tell anybody. And I thought that was going to be my life. I thought that regardless of what I did on social media or how I presented myself, I was always going to get those negative hate comments and people stalking me with their accounts. And so I never felt ready or able to talk about it in the open. So never did I think that I'd actually be detailing, you know, what cyberbullying is to a community to help them prevent it. Because when you're in that headspace, it consumes you and that fear overcomes you. Um, But Devin, when I heard your story, that was such an inspiration for me because I was ready to talk about it then. And you had done so much already for the community in terms of your petition. So it, it helped me open up, which is what we're trying to do today is really share our stories to help anyone else going through the same things as us to also get that courage to open up and come to the forefront about it. Because honestly, without doing that, you can't heal. Um, and without doing that, we can't heal as a community. And those issues and the suppressed emotions can get extremely dangerous with all of the mental health statistics that we had mentioned earlier. We have something in the chat. We said, I um, I feel like all schools should have mand- mandate racially based discrimination sessions so students can learn about the impact of implicit bias, microaggressions, et cetera, for students who participate in these types of bullying and harassment. Devin, if you want to take that one.
1: I mean, oh, can you? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought I was on mute. Um, I mean, Definitely. I mean, students really do need to learn about these different types of things. They need to learn about bullying, about racial discrimination. There's so many different types of things that you can be bullied for or be hated on. So I understand what you mean that learning about the discrimination, microaggression, or the impact of implicit bias, like, that's definitely something that we need to learn in schools, especially since we are going to school, we're getting an education on things. Things like this that affect us in life we need to learn about, which goes back to hashtag behind the screen. bullying, cyberbullying. It happens in life, unfortunately, it happens in real life. And it shouldn't be a part of our day. but though we still, though though a lot of us go through it, at least there are people like Alicia and I who, are working to encourage putting this into the school, who are working to spread this across, however, wherever we can put this, because it affects a lot of the world. Cyberbullying, bullying affects a lot of the world. And that's why I think we really need to have this and implement it into schools.
0: Exactly. And it's not only in the school world, it's in the real world too. And I think that's what we're trying to get out of. A lot of companies have installed diversity and inclusion programs to form kind of this bullying against race or gender, Um, but it's not enough to just be diverse. That inclusion part of it is really important. So actually educating on issues um, regarding those identity aspects is really important for everyone to be able to empathize. I think that's a lot of what Humanity Rising is trying to do is create empathy within people instead of just sympathy, because there's a difference when you're able to resonate with the struggles of someone and then help uplift them. It's a much more powerful movement that way.
1: That's very true, Alicia. In fact, that actually reminds me of like dealing with when I talk to legislators, assembly members, assembly senators, or just like other types of adults that I've worked with, they seem to always have a bullying story And it really sticks with them. It could be a long, long time ago, or it could have just been the other day. Like, it really sticks with you. It really does have an impact. I just wanted to add that on, but it really does have an impact.
0: Definitely. All right, if we have any more questions, we can feel free to take it at this time. Otherwise, I think that was a great session. And definitely be sure to fill out the agreement form and sign the petition so you can get access to all of the materials. If you have any questions, our email's in the chat as well, ambassadors at humanityrising.org. And you can check out Humanity Rising on Interview or www.humanityrising.org for volunteer opportunities or attending other podcasts and webinars like this one.